0: Doing a documentary of Lewis over the next few weeks in Battersea and his estate, Patmore Estate. So Lewis what's going on?
1: Yes you know what I'm just enjoying the weather first of all. And you know what, this is the estate where I grew up, Patmore Estate in Battersea. I'm going to take you to a few locations, you've watched the podcast, we're actually going to take you to the places where these things have actually happened. We're going to take you to the shooting where my brother got shot, where the bouncer got shot in his head. And you know what, um, We're going to go to Larkin Park where someone actually lost their life as well. It's a really sad story, so we're taking a walk around here. But like I said, I used to serve up a lot of drugs around here. On my pedal bike 24-7, like selling £10 and £20 drawers. But you know what? I'm just trying to do something different now, so I'm looking forward to this. These are actually Patmore shops on the estate. This is where everyone would actually go. But these used to close at like 7 o'clock, so if these wasn't open, we'd make our way up to Wandsworth Road. This actually leads up to Wandsworth Road to where their shooting actually happened as well also. Yeah, see him, bro, yeah, make up. sure.
2: Yeah. This is called Bresley um, Road. So this road
1: leads all the way back down to Patmore Estate. Great You know when my, when my brother's been shot, so the bikes come up from this road. We're okay. Going to, we're going to the off-license. So the, off, the 24 hour so off-license off is up here, isn't just
0: it? Just around the corner, so see that the set. Up,
1: we're walking up this way. But by the time we got around the corner, the bike is already at the top of these traffic lights. We, we haven't seen nothing of it until the first shot's gone off. But there's like a group of 10 of us here, we're walking towards the shops now. So my brother and my other power here, I'm walking just in front of him. As we got to here, that's when the first shot's gone off. My brother needs the keys. We've jumped off the bike right here at the top of this hill and continued to shoot him. I'm running down the hill. I'm actually hiding behind one of these bins. I'm already on the phone to the ambulance. I'm like, listen, my brother's dead. Can you come and pick him up? I'm on to the phone. I put the phone down. As soon as I see the bike ran off, I'll come back out here. I run straight up to my brother. Started taking his t-shirt off. That's covering up the holes with it. But like the first thing he said to me, he knew the police was coming straight away and he was like, i oh, make sure you guys and money at the house. like." So I realised at this point he's like, hot and right, you know. Um, ambulance arrived first, but
3: obviously, then after that, the police come. At this point, I kind of knew my brother was going to do right, you know. Basically, I was at home all weekend, I was ill. I come out to collect some paperwork and that. Bumped into my brother, a couple people, they're like, come tell we're going to the shop. It's so, like, alright, cool, i come. I'm in flip flops so we're walking up top of the road. Next thing I know, I'm at the back of everyone, I'm on the phone. Everyone's in front of me, so as I got to the top of that like, Fessy Road, I've looked back, I heard boom, boom, boom. So I'm looking back on my phone like, yo, next thing I seen a hand go like this. So I'm going, Lou. Then I've tried to run in my flip-flops, so I'm running, but I'm laughing. As I'm running, I'm laughing, I heard boom, 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 boom. So I'm like, yo, ducking killing that. But I'm laughing with it, innit? Like, don't ask me why I'm laughing. It's just adrenaline, innit? Next thing I know, everyone's got round the corner. But as I'm getting to the corner, my leg's hanging out. And if I never had flip-flops on, I never would have got shot. So I don't wear flip-flops on road no more. No way. So as I got to the corner, it's gone, boom, hit me in my foot. So I've dropped off balance, fell on the floor. <laughs> I've tried to um, get up carry on running, as I've got a boom, hit me in my spine, I don't know, next thing I've hit the floor again, but I can't, I can't feel my legs, I can't feel nothing, in my head I'm like, I'm paralyzed, so now I'm starting to do some armory crawl, dragging myself along, I don't know where no one is now, I'm like, boom, 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 Boom. I'm like, for fuck's sake, another one's hit me, bang, I'm like, alright, cool, I try to pretend and play dead, fucking these fuckers are still shooting, another one's hit me, I'm like, alright, argh, all right, I'm not dead, you know what I mean? So in the end, so that's four now, four's hit me, and I've spun myself in my back, like, boom. Then I've seen the motorbike at the top of the hill bit, and the guy's jumped off. So I'm like, go ahead and shoot, fuck it. In my head, I'm thinking, I want you to get close to me, I'm gonna grab you, I'm not gonna let you go. And then he's gone, nothing left in there. Do you know what I mean? And he's panicked now. He jumped back on the head. It's gone, juvenile, do you know what I mean? Next thing I know, I'm back on my front. I don't know my brother's on the corner. I don't know where no one is. I'm just there and I can feel blood dripping down. Because like, he's on the hill, blood just coming down. So now in my head, I'm just thinking, I'm fucking paralyzed what I'm gonna do. And this is the realest, this sounds mad. I'm thinking, shit, me missus is gonna leave me. Do you know what I mean? I can't, I can't have sex, I can't do this, it's weird that your thought process, what you go through, God, do you know a million what I mean? Don't no, so ask sick. me how that thought process, I'm thinking, what am I going to do? She ain't going to want someone who's fucking disabled or something, do you know what I mean? And that's what I'm thinking, it's mad. Next thing, Lou, Lou's come back round the corner, i like, tell, tell, you alright, I'm like, Lou, I'm good, I'm alright. He's like, tell, tell, I'm like, Lou, listen to me, take the money out of my pocket out of about to two and a half, three bags on me, do you know what I mean? I'm like, Lou, take the money out of my pocket, he's like, tell, you I said, Lou, I'm alright. Take the money, the police ain't taking the money when they come. The police are coming. I said, My car keys are over there, my phone's over there. Pick myself up, I'm alright. So he's done whatever. Fucking hell. <laughs> next up. thing I know. Did you go into shock after that? No, yeah. I'm normal still, I'm good. I'm good. And then I think he laid on top of me or something. People holding I don't know, trying to stop blood. And next thing there's like a crowd at the top. So where's the hill? There's like a little fence. All people up around it. <laughs> next thing I know. Um, ambulance and that's come like, oh you are alright, yeah I'm like listen I'm fine, and look we need to cut your jeans off so they've, they've turned me on my back so I'm on my back now isn't it? yeah my flip-flops are off, there's blood everywhere yeah and I'm looking at it because I see loads of faces <laughs> I said oh hey, Lou. <laughs> this is Lou I'm like hey Lou. <laughs> they're going to see my rice crispy <laughs> like on the inside of my neck, there's like a little um, skin growth, innit? it? It's already been. Yeah, it's, it's only tiny, like a rice crispy side, isn't it? My willy's bigger. I'm alright. So I mean, I'm winning. But yeah, so I'm like, and then I'm laying there. He starts like cutting my jeans, yeah. You know, I felt my jeans come off here. And I'm looking at him. I was like, "This here, one, don't worry about this. It's, it's just a little skin growth. And I'm, my willy's bigger than this usually. You know what I mean? It's super up right now. So, you know what I mean? I'm alright. Just making a joke out of it, and then. Yeah, they um, finally put me on to stretcher. They thought it was worse what it was, Gonna put me in an air ambulance, but then they put me in an um, um, ambulance, normal ambulance. So I'm in there, they're like, look, you all right? I'm like, look, I'm good, I'm fine, I'm normal. Not in shot, I'm good. I never, I never once went in shot, ever. Totally normal. So now I'm in there, and then I'm like, I ain't allowed, it's a bit of pain, though. Like, getting shot, it's like, you hit your finger with a hammer, but a thousand times worse, you know what I mean? That pressure and that that throbbing pain. So I'm like, I'm burning a bit, like, Then Then they're like, um, look, we're going to give you some morphine for the, uh, for the pain. I'm like, what, well, morphine? Like, I, I was I used to be anti-drug, everything, do you know what I mean? So then they give me, I went, oh my God. I said, yeah, I'm all right. I can't feel nothing, I'm sorted." So anyway, got to the hospital. <laughs> Lewis is still panicking a little bit, do you know what I mean? I don't know, he's already gone to my, my baby mother's ass. the mother to my kids and that, kick off the pull my baby mother, do you know what I mean? She's, she's coming in me she's like, oh my God, Terry, you all right? I said, I'm all right, just chill out. She's like, you've been shot for about I'm like, oh, I'm good. good, man, I'm all right. Do you know what I mean? Next thing, I've gone, um, obviously, gone up surgery. I don't know, they said count to three or five. I don't know, I got to three and I don't remember that. I woke up, I'm like, what's going on? You saw, is it sorted? They're like, yeah. Thank God, I was like, I can feel my toes, I can feel my legs. I'm like, yes! But like, um, I was like, can I get a boner? Is it gonna work? Two days later, I get me a sheet, baby my mother to my kids, come up, took me for a wash and a shower, and I'm like, oh my God, I can go away! You know what I mean? I was, obviously I was sore and like, I can't do, but yeah, I was all right. Never once went into the shop, but I can't handle it, see me? I can't ever sit down and sit on my ass and do fuckles, you know what I mean? So when I'm in the hospital, people are, who are working, running around, do whatever, one of must have got caught by police and nicked and I was like, Listen, they just took a bag, or a bag of sand off me. I'm like, for fuck's sake, oh, no, I do nothing without me. So I said, fuck it, I'm coming home. <laughs> I've got the big pole with a drip on it, I'm walking like this. <laughs> and there's some stairs, I'm like, I'm going to get down here. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I had to turn back there and like, like, walk back with it. You know what I mean? And then, like, a couple of days later, I said, look, you can go, do you know what I mean? And, and then, got, you more,
0: no lasting injuries then?
3: Joe, I still got a bullet in my back to this day. It's like, I was about this close from being paralysed, it's still on my back and stuck in my disc. The only good thing about it is if I ever go jowl, it fucking goes off in the chair, you know what I mean? So I'm sore, you know what I mean? That's the only good thing about it. Apart from that, yeah, I've got a bit of a dodgy limp. Everyone thinks I've got some mad little gangster look or something, but it's yeah. the guns, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, apart from that, I'm good, man. I'm all right. Um, talk to us about the bouncer incident.
0: Yeah, so the, see, the bouncer was standing outside these doors. He was like,
3: he was doing his
1: job with the night. But the shots actually come from down this angle. But say like the bouncer standing here, I'm to the side of him, the first shot's going straight in his head. And it's got my other friend, Kwame, uh, in his leg. But I've actually stepped over the bouncer to run back inside. Um, in a minute, I'm going to show you there's still a dent in the sign where the um, guns got let off. So imagine about 20 shots come from that direction, yeah, but the majority yeah. of them went through this window behind you. Now so this is Larkin Park here. Yeah? This is the one part that separates us from the other side. Literally cross this part and you're in Stockwell and they're the ones that we used to have like all the beef with growing up and that's Stockwell literally just there At the end of the trees there That Stockwell and obviously just over there is G street over there's Gaskell street right there
0: so they were part of your gang though weren't G they Street's
1: part of us yeah yeah it just shows how close everyone actually wasn't that you know? we used to have a lot of like gang fights in there and just over here someone actually lost their life yeah i send my love to the family as well and not it you know i wasn't cool. actually involved or there that day but um, yeah, definitely send my love to the family, man.
3: From an early age, I used to love fighting. I was always fighting, but I was like, I was like a glow worm, innit? I was like the only white guy in the, in the in the bunch of about 50 black guys. You know what I mean? So obviously, it was like the white guy, the white guy. At the same time, from the age of like 14, I've always been in the rugs, doing a lot of stuff and earning money. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, yeah. I used to, I used to like nice, nice, nice stuff back then. buy this, buy that, chains, toys, all that, do you know what I mean? So obviously, not no discrimination, it was a lot of black guys who'd be like, "This guy' to get the white guy, it's going to rub up that white guy. I wasn't that guy. It never, ever go down like it that. It never right? goes down like that. It wasn't that. I wasn't that guy. It would have been a bad day yeah? at of the office for you, mate. hundred percent. It gets flipped over, do you know what I mean? They come, it reverses over, do you know what I mean? goes Pete on for them. See back then as well, like we, we was known for
1: dogs. Like I'll be honest, <laughs> we started this dog thing. 100%, you know? 100%. See yourself, we started this dog thing. See all like the Pitbulls and the Bull Masters. We started this. Like we used to, we used to run
3: everyone down with our dogs. That's yeah. how our names Listen, really started coming I used up. to be I used to be in jail and that, like, yeah, and there's people I don't even know. They're like, Do you know that white guy from Wonder Flood? I'm like, here we go. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, that guy, belly. I'm like, it's his belly. Do you know what I mean? I'm thinking belly. <laughs> yeah, belly comes out, like and I'm like, I'm ready, you know, they're like, oh, you've changed. I'm like, I don't even fucking know you, bro. Yeah. yeah, like, there was that time there, you let the dog get my cousin and that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, yeah, the amount of times that like, people have pulled out guns now, me, Yo, listen, my dogs got out. I've seen guys drop their guns on the floor and it's complete confidence, you know what I mean? Like, it's mad. Like, my dogs, well, wow, they beat everyone. We've done a lot with our dogs. But at the same time, growing up, yeah, earning money, doing this and that. I was involved in a lot of gun shit, like, I used to put myself on the front line for a lot of my people, it? Like a lot of my a lot of my so-called friends, what I would call back in my friend's temptation, you know what I mean? I would call them my brothers, my friends. It's a learning curve, you grow up, you realise who's who, do you know what I mean? And you. I would put my life on the line for anyone. And at the same time, I've got more to lose than a lot of people, but I'm still on the front line. Do you, know you know what Todd? You know I mean,
1: I, I don't think there's not one person, like from the
3: bits or around our way, say so we haven't looked after them in some way. No way, no way. There ain't no one. I say that, but again, Difference with me, I don't throw nothing in no one's face. Of course. Yeah? Uh, Whatever I have done for you or whatever you have helped, I don't say a word about it. But then, if the minute I ask for something and no one do not want to do it, I will bite my lip and I'll go about my business. I'm never going to say, I've done this and I've done that. (laughs) See, the minute I do that, I'm being fake to myself. I will never throw nothing in no one's face and I never have. Yeah? And like I said, that's another story. The last four years of my life is another episode. Yeah? That's another story yeah like so what led you to um just selling drugs and that what let me all right i'll be honest with you like i said like me you and dad we're different where you and dad love a little robbery me all right i'm I, all right sorry i'm, I'm versatile <laughs> When it you know what i mean but i was more like it's like i was built for it it's like i was you know i was it. yeah i loved it i enjoyed it do you know what i mean waking up seven in the morning
4: boom, boom running
3: around money coming in money coming in and the figures I was doing, it was mental. Like, at an early age, it was crazy. And everyone, every, the way everyone, I was on, from the age of 14 to say, 18 to 20, the older, I was saying nothing but weed. Yeah, mad. But what? the way I was turning the weed over, everyone thought I was doing fucking, oh, hacking, fucking yeah, everything. Yeah, I was yeah, like, nah, yeah. mate. Do you know what I mean? My phone would be ringing, fucking triple this. Like, do, you remember this? That,
1: do you remember that day we was indoors? Mm. Uh, this is when Lord of the Rings first come up. Oh, fuck my life. Yeah. We watched the trilogy Back up. to back, yeah. Well, back to back, yeah. So it's About six hours, just bagging boxes of weed up. In
3: drawers. Not even big bits. In it drawers. It used, used
1: to be so mad, yeah. We used to, <laughs> like, find
3: ounces of weed under, like, the chairs and that. It was, there I used to up. find half of boxes in the back of fucking cupboards, What I forgot about it. Do you know what I mean? That's how mad it was. My happiest time was, I went to jail, yeah, uh, for weed as well.
1: And mm-hmm. I come out, and I'll, I'll come back to mum's town, i put mm-hmm. a jacket on. And I didn't have no money, I, like, I come out to jail to no money but I put a jacket on and I put my hand through the sleeve I was like what the hell? Yeah. I left a wad of money in my sleeve but yeah. I, this was tied up.
3: Totally forget that.
1: I'm, like, I'm like oh my god I'm mm. up again, I'm good. Yeah. From that, I went and bought another, another box of weed. <laughs> like, and and it uh, started again. Then days a
3: good man, So what I mean?
1: Do you know what, see like throughout this whole documentary I've been doing, mm. I've watered a lot of it down. Um, I, I, there's a lot of things I don't want to talk about and I don't want to glamorise too much of yeah. it because I want to save a lot of it for a book yeah, yeah, if you yeah. doing a drink. Uh, yeah. to well, long, you know um, so there's a lot of stories what I'm not prepared to say on camera right now, but like <laughs> yeah. they're going to
3: be in a book for next year. Uh, I'm not involved in that shit no more, but I've not changed. Yeah. The one thing about me, I've never changed. I will go about my business and try to stay away from everyone. Yeah. Like, I go to work, I'm, I'm a paying a day and I'm happy with it, do you know uh, what I mean? I enjoy waking up more than working. Yeah? The money ain't the same. But do you know what? It's a peace of mind right now. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I'd still like to have money what I used to have. But things are happening in life and things will come. It's a journey where I had to go through, innit? And I don't regret nothing in my life. I've done nothing. Yeah, apart from certain aspects when it comes down to my kids. Apart yeah. from that, I don't regret nothing because I'd never be the person I am today. you so know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so if we go around this way, this is taking you deeper into Patmore Estate. So we're coming up to a um, marsh block now. So this is like
3: kind of in the middle
1: of the estate. Now this is where we'll be chilling more time right here been about three shootings here i'd say actually yeah. now, you know i've noticed they've changed all the doors this yeah. used to be a wooden door there used to be like loads of little dents of where the bullets have hit i'm gonna show you i'll take over there'd be like three different locations but this will probably be the main one you know what i actually cringe when i look back now i used to be chilling over the stairs and stuff you know? as a teenager I'd be right here Taking pictures. Two big shootings at this block. So the first one, yeah, they must have pulled up. Well, that's the main road over there. So if you can see that little opening there, they parked up nice and quietly. They come out on the pavement. They had a machine gun. So when they're there, pictures, in here. Parked, parked up right here. They done it swiftly. Parked up right here. They started shooting from here. So some of us are hiding behind that little concrete wall. Mm-hmm. Some of us managed to get inside the block. See what right here. About 20 empty shelves right here. The police come about 10 minutes after, they don't even see them. So, all of this, they used dense in the top of this wooden door. I remember a few of us were hiding behind this little concrete, I here like this.
0: you um, know.
1: And a lot of us managed to get inside the block. And it's, it's, it's just crazy how no one even got hit that day. And the second one, they've done a proper. Do you know, I've got to give it to them, that's a good one. They've done a sneaky one. I'm going to show you how they come and got us. So, right here, is the back entrance of the block. So we'll be chilling there. So if someone's coming from down this angle, you're not going to see them. It's all fenced off and that now, though. But they've come round here with a shotgun. I so as I... they come round here with the shotgun, we're all on the stairs, like I said. But instead of getting a close-up shot, they've shot it from about here, where um, a couple of people got hit with, with little pellets and that. And to this day, to this day, my friend's still pulling out little pellets out of his head. We're probably going to bump into some somewhere. You've got a good view as well, man. you got the Sunday Market there, Nine Elms Market, you're not probably right, but it's got brand new buildings. I know,
0: sick view of the city still. I've
1: been away for the last eight and a half years and not one of these buildings were here. So in eight and a half years, every single one of these blocks have gone up.
0: So you say, Luz, still rough around here?
1: Yeah, do you know what? All, all, all the beef and that now has gone. It's gone to the younger generation, and I'll be honest, they're vicious, you know, that there's been a lot of shootings in here in the last couple of weeks, literally just a bit further down the road now, all of this is still continuing, but it's now gone down to the younger lot, yeah. they're a lot the older lot now, we wish we didn't do none of that, to be honest, it's all pointless, like all of my friends are doing last sentences, or some of them are dead, but what, every single one of us forgets what we've done in the past.
0: And so, have they inherited... The oldest beef, like your generation's beef, is against the same people? Basically
1: the same it's basically the same circle of people who they've now, like, do you know it it just comes to a point where everyone just needs to everyone just needs to be like, you
0: know what? Let's just leave it there man. So what you were part of O One, weren't you? Yeah. And so what's the going on with O One now? Is that still a thing? Do people still nah, reckon that?
1: It's it's gone, it's gone really quiet. What what I realised they keep changing the names the, the, the beach generation. I like went on YouTube the other day to look at some old videos of old tree and, that. and to be honest, like I cringe a little bit when I look back at these videos, like some music videos and that. I mean, I'm wearing some baggy tracksuits, and I swear to God, I'm like, no, where did I even get that video? This is actually my old block right here. I don't live in that block no more.
0: You, would you like to move back here? You gonna move back here? No, would you... I,
1: I literally come down here a couple of times a week to see the family and I shoot off again because I've realised I'm, I'm on a different journey to everyone else at the moment. As much as I love everyone around here, I, d- I just wish they was doing something different. I really do. Know. I've just got a different vision now. You know? The way I look at things is just totally different. Oh. We're in the top of marsh clock here. But can I just say, this is my football pen. You know? They're knocking down the pen. Do you know what they're putting there? They're putting another block of flats.
5: It's summertime. Away kind of from everyone on the estate. Where do they expect the kids
1: to go right now? That's the only football pen on the estate. I don't, I don't understand why they want them to go down here, bro. It's absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, this is the drinking spot. I love drinking spot where we just be up here. Especially like on cold nights, be about 13
0: or something. So, do you guys ever still like? Drink and chill on the block and that still at night? Definitely
1: not. I'm 36 years old
0: now. So there's not gonna be any opportunity for sort of catch up one night when you're all in. You're not gonna find me chilling on no
1: block at no time. I'm not involved in that. I look back now and think, oh my days, what are you doing? I actually used to have the front in there, I used to wear weed right there. In more time this is where exactly where we would be. This would be absolutely different. So that's my old house here. See yeah. the girl one right there? Yeah. The in and out there. That's my mental house over there as well. 100%. Right opposite my house, man. So it was
0: nice for you having everything so close by and all that. So it was yeah. loads of friends, everything close.
1: It was nice. So yeah.
0: was it a nice place to grow up, other than like where the drama started and all the trouble started?
1: I loved growing up here as a kid. It's not until I got to about 15, it started getting a bit messy later like, you night,
0: know. Yeah. But look at
1: that, man. Look what they've done over there, man. Absolutely really crazy done
0: all of that within eight years. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Makes you realize like, how long you've been away when you see fucking all that done. I you? almost
1: cried. When I come back round here and I see all these new buildings, I nearly cried. Crazy. Just how much I've missed and how much things have changed. I, really, I actually really appreciate everything. That house there probably got raided no less than 20 times. I remember I got caught. I could please come through my front door, but I managed to get out of the back balcony two
0: like, up. Yeah, is that when you first come out? I, where was the that's place like, where you'd shortly come out and then they came to you did a shot or something? See,
1: that's that house right there. Yeah, I'm so, going to take you through the whole thing What happened right down
0: there. So you'd literally just come out you bust a shot to I someone. I remember I,
1: I hit a shot outside the front and the yeah. police were on the other side of the road in their CID car looking. they see me past the drugs. I had a gate on my house at the time so they see me past the drugs. My friends come round there and it's pushed by the police and grabbed him, searched him, found the drugs. And they
5: made the phone call to get my house raided. But as they're doing that, someone's really alert.
0: They said, loose the police are outside your house. The uncle, what
1: is it? My uncle, phoned phone, he said, Lose they've got your power outside the house. They just searched it. But I know I've escaped the drugs. Packed up my bags. I come like, running out the back, Yeah. straight across the grass, all the way around this block. Over to them, I'm stuff in the roof. I ended up getting 10 months in prison for two in queue of uh, cannabis. So I had ten months left
0: on my license whilst well, so I finished that off. Just moving a little bit quick when he came out to start at yeah, yeah, that
1: time. The fellery who um, I gave the drugs to—he got a seventy-pound fine. I got ten months in prison. That's how it goes sometimes, man. So this—this this is the famous number one Mill's house. Hey, Mark. I, I just—I just want to apologise to my mum because I used to get this house raided all the time. So I just want to apologise. Right. So I'm sitting with here with me. my mum. Mum, I just want to apologise from now. Sorry, I'm just gonna say sorry. Keep getting in the house raided, you know, all your stuff taken. You know they take your friends and all was Yeah. Like, I just want to apologise to so all of you. you
6: um, too.
1: But I just want you to let the people know. What did you actually go through? You know, like having me, dad, and Terry keep going in and out of prison, I was you oh, so nervous. So I was like
6: a wondering if you are gonna yeah. get bummed and.
1: God
6: knows world why, world. why would you think we're going to get bummed if we go to prison? Because I saw that film Scum and that bloke got raped in yes, it. Re-
1: I remember that. Oh, that's why it's called The Greenhouse
6: Effect. Yeah, oh. yeah so I thought, oh my god, they're going to go in there, they're going to get bullied. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's why I was always on to watch each other's backs. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know why I was absolutely fine?
6: You're going to yeah. I go my to yeah, but oh, my again, don't stop worrying.
1: Are yeah, like you
6: going to get stabbed or. People were going to bear grudges and, you know, do something to, you.
1: Did that, like, put you through, like, depression or, like, stress? Oh,
6: my God, yeah. It made me... Ill, it made me ill, yeah. with the worry of like really believing something bad was going to happen to us. Yeah. I remember
1: like as a kid that I used to um, drag the interior the buses and trains and let's go and Dad. Like, oh, I know yes, that was stressful yeah. Now that it I've was. got my daughter, and i I dragged her about. Yeah. I kind of understand a little bit what
6: you was going through. Yeah, there used to be, every day, you used to go up and take those up to see Dad then. You were allowed to take food and yeah. clean clothes then, what? and it over.
1: What prisons uh, did you take <laughs> us cause I remember going to the prisons, but I can't remember exactly which one. I like, can't, I it's can't it's remember the,
6: the night you were going to Wandsworth, Scrubs,
1: yeah.
6: some further out as well.
1: That must have really stressed you out, Martin. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> and that, was dad, that was dad actually. Dad started yeah. all of that, one, didn't he? Yeah. Have you got any like any stories what you can actually remember? Do you remember that time, actually, Mum, when I had to run out the back door?
6: Yeah, I thought you climbed out the winter didn't no? you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back, I've just pulled up and I can see the house getting ready to again.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry,
6: Mum. I threw the keys on the floor. I, I, I
1: remember, like, every time we went to prison, we'd actually leave with the dogs, like we would actually oh fight my dogs, god
6: and you would get lumbered oh with the dogs Oh my God, that was bad, that was bad looking after the dogs.
1: And not the dogs pull you over one time and you got a black eye, Mum?
6: Yeah. I'm
1: so sorry, Mum, I shut them up, but I, remember, I yeah. remember you had the I got
6: pulled over by the dog. Black eye. Proper pulled over it was.
1: Oh, Mum, because we used to have like two to three dogs at a time. So Yeah, they were flying
6: up and down the grass I and mean, we was trying to pull them off each other one time.
1: I remember coming home one time, like, and I think, I'm not sure if you ever run your episodes, but all my clothes were on the back grass, all my trainers, and the dogs The <laughs> dogs were running around my trainers <laughs> on the back grass, Mum. I
6: probably threw them all Oh, Mum,
1: like, On you, a bad one. Like, you went, we put you through a lot, Mum. Like, we really did. Like, I think about it all the time, even in prison, like, I feel a bit teary now, but I used to think about it all the time what we actually put you through. And, I know it sounds silly, but even them dogs—you know you got to walk them two to three times a day.
6: I told you what, the dogs—that was hard work. That was hard work, for them dogs. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how I got coach. The ones where I got skinny—I swear, I was like full of nervous energy.
1: Yeah, you went through like some different phases, like going really slow and then. How was uh you and Alfie like when we're
2: away?
6: How was Alfie coping? Mean, I know he's quiet. So Alfie's it's... fine, all he was bogged about is when he has got raised in his phone and his PS3 being taken yet yeah, again.
1: Alfie's over there. Alf, apologise once again, mate. Anyway, that's a great chill to top on there as well. Is there any like um I, I remember I remember um he was really stressed and depressed? Really bad one, man. man. for a well, state
6: right, I was going to visit you in hospital. Yeah. Drinks and stuff. Uh, Yeah, everything just on top of me and like, with what you put me through with the nerves and that, I started hearing voices and thinking that you were going to get killed and like, I could hear people saying that they're going to kill you. Yeah. I remember,
1: I remember coming home, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but I remember coming home one night, it's about two, oh, I'm not sure if you remember, I think Alfie, Alfie come out of his room after this, it's about two in the morning i've come home you was in the passage mom and you had a knife in your hand and a tin of spray paint do you remember <laughs> that Alfie? and then you um i had some cannabis plants I my room at the time Don't so you remember I mean,
6: remember all the cannabis plants you growing on the back down
1: keep it down <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i remember coming home Mum, you had a big kitchen knife in your hand and spray paint and i'm like oh my gosh i'm pretty scared today i know it wasn't for me because yeah. just hearing things I'm just thinking, look at that, like, poor Alfred, I can't remember how he, he would have been, like, you'd have been pretty, Was you scared of them sort of things? Obviously. Oh, I'm I know, these used to lock myself guy. away my man. Yeah. I used to always think about Alfred. I used to really wipe me up knowing I couldn't really do much yeah. about him. Plus, we've we done a lot, we've put you through a lot my man. I think between me, Terry and Dad, we are all sorry. <laughs>
6: like, I swear to this in I'm
1: like, probably sorry,
6: man. That's why I'm right now mama. I've come through the upper edge though.
1: Just mm. about we've just about made it, Mum. I'm trying to do something different now. And uh, this is just my way of just saying I'm like, really really sorry, I, I love look,
6: you man. I can look back on things and situations I can laugh like at though. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. You used to have me mama, I remember you used to go in the kitchen window sometimes, man, you'd be like, it's over there in that bush and you would have me outside looking in the bushes, Yeah It's nothing, it's just bush shadow and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But Mum, I really appreciate
4: you doing this for me yeah.
1: today I love you loads. Yeah, I love Al, you too. We love you too, yeah. mate. So we're going into Alfie's room. You're right Alf? Yeah. What's that, what's that called Alf? You know
4: what a PC is by
1: I've no idea what a PC is with that box. This is his gaming room. Okay, he's got a good little setup in here. Alfie, quick question. Wow. How did it feel to have me and Terry in and out of prison and the house getting raided all the time? I don't know. How do you feel if you're all your stuff taken for no reason? What did they take of yours? Phone. Yeah. Consoles. Did you want to beat us up? Yes, I did. And how much did you miss us when we was away? And Dad?
3: It's
1: nice to have some peace and quiet. Is it? How it feel to have me out now? Do you feel like you've got a better brother out now?
3: We well, haven't had peace here,
1: so I guess so. Yeah? Do, do, do you love me? I not say that. I love you. Anyway thanks a lot and I'll see you soon mate, and I'm sorry about getting your house um, and your cell raided, alright, your bedroom, alright? Bye Alf. We used to have like gates on the front of this, I had the whole of that gate, even the windows.
0: So whereabouts did you bust that shot there that ended up getting you?
1: basically, see where where the front door is, I used to have a metal gate on the front. So say this is the metal gate, I'm passing the drugs through there, and my other friends received it. But the police were parked here, this never used to be a bus stop, this is all new. So the police actually see that transaction, nick my pal here, I've got the phone call, I've gone straight out of the back. So I felt like I had one up on them, but I ended up getting 10 months in prison anyway. But you know what the police used to do? See this little gap here? They, they, the police, they used to get a van, they used to park an old van, they made a hole in the back of it, so they can keep a look at my house. That was there for about a year. But I knew what they was doing.
0: You must have been super active at certain points then, Lou, for them to be dealing with you like this.
1: I was busy, I was proper busy selling drugs, you know. Yeah. I don't like going too deep into things, but I was on that pedal bike hard when I was a kid. Listen, this is my brother Timber right here. I've known him since I was like four years old. This is actually our primary school we used to go to. See, this guy right here, we've had over 30 fights.
4: See, growing up, me and this guy, he always wants to fight me for some reason. Why did he always Don't want to fight me Don't so listen to much. this guy, brother. Don't ever listen to this guy. You know what it is? That was man's competition growing up. There weren't really no one. I felt like that was my competition. You feel me? And if he won, I'm coming back the next day. If, he, if, if I won, he's coming back the next day. It might all be like, I'm coming back with my brothers and my sisters. It might be he's coming back with his brother. Bruv. It yeah. was crazy. He, see his family right there. See his sister and the brother.
1: All of them always want to fight. Why would you always want to fight, brother? Brother, he busted my lip
4: one time. Do you remember that fight we had round there? Why did you even punch me in my lip that day, brother? These guys was crazy. Don't listen to this guy. You I was only in my yard, coming back from Ross Clark Primary School. <laughs> primary School. I'm doing my fucking homework in my bedroom. That man is climbing up on scaffolding. They're climbing up on scaffolding, thumping through your window. You know them crazy white youths. <laughs> you know them crazy white I Blam, 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 blam! Licking off your window, like, I come out, I've come out, come out! I'm thinking, oh my days, these youths are crazy, cause Like up. I
1: said, we've had over 30 fights. But to this day, no, look, but that's man's family, here. though. Real life. We're still like, here
4: talking. That's one my of my brother. close bros, you know where it is? You know why I know me and them mad close? You see, in school, there, like, all these essays was about me. I swear to God, bro, all these yeah. essays, Anytime we had to write our own stories, his stories is about me and my stories is about him. You feel me? You can just relate
1: on so many different levels, but you know what I'd like to say. This guy is one of the best rappers in the in the UK. There's big things to come from this guy this year. I can't bloody wait. This is like Paul Savona estate. So we'd actually we'd actually come down here and chill with more, you know. Uh, we've got some family live down this way as well. So over there, it'd just probably be Chilling in the little alleyway over there, we used to just all stand there getting drunk and then. we'd be out here for about five hours some days, literally like the early hours of the morning, doing nothing, literally just sitting there serving up drugs and just drinking the whole day. This is my pal Blade, known him since I was a kid. Huh? What's your first memory of me anyway? Like, what do you
5: remember? Um Yeah, well really, I was young innit? And I yeah. can always remember Luke do you know what I mean? Yeah. You and your brother. But my brother's and you've talked to my cousin as well, was not it? Yeah. But um first memory is really good one, yeah. It shows you what a proper guy he is, yeah. What happened? Basically, um I left my bike in it for a fiver for the day. Yeah? Fiver for the day, yeah. He yeah. went and got a puncher, left it outside his brother's house, and then it got choked in. Yeah, yeah bruv. Yeah, someone yeah. licked it and he said, Don't worry, I got you for I got you, bruv. Listen, a week later. Boom, rang me. Said, "Come, to go and bike shop." Took me ones off roads, bought me a brand new bike, and it was more expensive. Banging yeah. trick, you know what I mean? Three bills. I think the GT Dino was only at two builds. I remember, you know what I remember that. Sit back. As yeah, well, bro. sick, bro.
1: So you got to look after people. This is like my little problem. I love this guy loads, but you know what? Yeah, we got a little bit. We got a little funny story. Do you remember? You had me hiding in the lift shop. Oh yeah, that
5: was. Hey, listen to this. Hey, hey, tell, tell him what. This I mean was the best one. So right. I I won't go into detail in it. Yeah. All right, basically, we've done a little thing round the corner. Boom, within minutes, Old Bill are everywhere, <laughs> it. <innit? laughs> listen, so we've run, this is a big block, yes? Yeah? So we've run from here. Now, from the other side, we've run all the way round, yeah? And then, listen, there's Old Bill everywhere, but there's only two Old Bill here, but there was a few of us, innit? I remember you lot was trying to gas me up to run at the No, old no, Bill. this was it. It was your idea. He said, come on, bruv, hey, what?" He said, it's my idea. He said, and listen, I'm thinking I need out, yeah? So Lou's saying, come on, boys, we're going. So I'm right behind Lou. Me and Lou get downstairs, yeah. The old Lou. Yes. Yeah, bruv, <laughs> hey. He's there with the gas, bruv. Listen, and then we've all oh, so everyone else is chipped before us, innit? Yeah,
6: yeah.
5: And I know this block, innit? It's my yeah, block. Yeah, Do you get yeah. what I mean? I said, Oi Lou, bruv, come with me, yeah. Everyone else has gone, yeah. I said, Lou, quick, we've got into the lift shaft, bruv. This is actually the lift
1: shaft here, but they've changed the whole um the whole door on it and that now. I've had to climb up this
5: little ladder. I mean, his whole head and like literally above this list. There's about this much space to hide. Yeah, we are in there for about half an hour. Next minute, there's old Bill with sniffer dogs, everything there. Yeah? We're in there and this cunt, he, he ain't stopped laughing and that. We're in there. I'm like, shush bruv man, come. Next minute, what's happened? Um, oh yeah. so man's his head No, no, wait, they're walking past. They said, "Hey, gov, listen, mm-hmm. they're in the padlock on this one. And we're like, hey, look, we're like, like, fuck, yeah? yeah. Done, that's what we're done. So watch see. this, this is funny as well. So next minute, we can hear the geezer climbing up the ladder, yeah? I'm basically on his lap, bruv, yeah? We're hiding behind a little bit of machinery, we We trying to make ourselves as small as possible, would it? So Bruh, we're basically listen. hugging each other right now. <laughs> and the next minute, all we see in it, the torch. The torch come out and clear. Oh yeah, once he said clear, we was like, yeah, sweet. Remember I think that. we're still in there. For we about were still half an in there. Hour. I
1: remember the radio is still talked on, on the walkie-talkies. We can still hear yeah, them. But yeah. we're just looking at each other like, yeah, "We're good. We're good. We're good." They said it's all clear. Yeah, yeah. What did we
5: do? I think. I think. No, do you know but what? listen to this as well. We had the same body when we So talk if they get did get catch us, us we <laughs> yeah, we start, I think. I think. Do you know what? I think. I think we uh, robbed the weed house. To be honest, no. Listen, and that's where it was. The keys had jumped out the back window, bruv. That's why the old bill was there so quick. Yeah, so and do you remember, my pal went in. A, he's the one that went in, bro. Where's A? <laughs> I don't we even know. We need to give my friend A because he climbed
1: through this window. It's basically a weed factory, but he's gone through the window. I think the fella's got scared. His hand dropped out the window. he's broke his leg. But obviously, he's landing in someone's back garden. He's landing in someone's back garden, but we didn't even notice. He's broke his leg, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do
0: you starts. know what?
1: Whoever that guy I was, as well, man. If I ever make it, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some money in your pocket. So Yep. Yeah, yeah, well Yeah, you got, man? Just up this
0: one of my pals man. To you. Yeah, do you do?
1: you introduce to... him now? Nah, he's a, he's a busy man, we're not going to introduce yeah, this yeah, one. Listen, I will shout you in a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm It's yeah. like The outskirts of Patmore now. So this little cut through is the little alleyway to go through to Grease Block. So if I want to go and lay tanner or fire, I just cut through this little alleyway here. This takes you straight to Grease Block. Right, today we're at Carney's Community with my good friend George. He's, I've actually done my PT course here as well, you know. Thanks to this man, He's done so much for everyone around here.
2: George, can you tell us a little bit about Carney's, man. So yeah, we're a small charity based down in Battersea. We use um, a combination of mainly boxing and mentoring to try and engage some of the most disadvantaged young people. We target 11 to 30 year olds, but we're open to everyone. Um, and we don't just work with people that's been through problems. We, we, try, we try and be open to all so that we can mix the different groups. Like one of the one of the things that's always frustrated me about working with young people is you've got things like pupil referral units where all the kids that get kicked out of school for bad behaviour are put in a unit with all the other kids that get kicked out and then it's like we're, we're surprised that they're getting even worse. So we want people to learn and mix with each other. We want to try and break down some of the social barriers, improve, improve kind of like social mobility. I think even when you're down here you look we've got the housing estates oh, on the right yeah. and then we've got multi million pound houses <laughs> in Prince of Wales Drive on the left so we wanna try and bring the bring the bring together. The community together mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's and it's really about long term long term support and um, finding the strengths in people and being able to push that through.
1: So right in there, they've got like a boxing gym, so they're all doing their workouts in there at the
2: moment. But I see they've got a surgery room. Do they actually get fed as well? So after each session on a Monday, Wednesday and Thursday, we provide free food. We've got Verona, who's our community chef, cooks up, we get donated a load of food on a Monday. She works with it all, cooks it up and then feeds all the young people with it. Is it alright if can go and have a look? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we can. Let's go.
1: This is Jake, he's actually part of Carney's community, he comes down here to do a bit of boxing and that. Jake, you want to tell them what Cornie's actually offers? Um, yeah, I come down here on Mondays, um, Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, I do both sessions. Um, it helps out a lot. I mean, it keeps me, keeps me here, keeps me off doing other things, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Um, I've noticed the only time he ever really talks is when you're down here and you're training. <laughs> so I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I try to keep focused, try to keep focused. I mean, Carney's definitely helps with that, but obviously they can't be there the whole time. So, it's, it's obviously down to yourself, but... Yeah, how long have you been coming down here for now? I've been down here for about seven years. Yeah? Seven years, Have yeah. you had any boxing fights yet? Uh, <laughs> Talk to me, have you had any fights yet? Well, I had one for whack How and, did that um, go? He just told people how that fight went. I was actually there that day as well.
3: Yeah. What happened,
1: Jake? I got disqualified, man. I've got disqualified. Um, <laughs> did you try and fight the ref, didn't you? <laughs> I had to jump in the <laughs> ring, because he was trying to have a fight with the ref. But yeah, I no, You lost was, it a bit then, yeah, didn't you? I did, man. I did, yeah? I, I, I did. Had some more self control, but yeah. next time, next time. How's tra- training going up.
4: It's going good man, it's going good. Um, I,
1: see, I see that they got a surgery in there, food and that you like get food in there after, what's the food like? It's alright you know, it's cooked properly, cooked properly nice seasoning and that, you got to love it man, you got to love it in down yeah. there. Yeah? Yeah man. Right, Jay, I appreciate coming man, yeah, go, team go, go team get back to your training man. Alright yeah. so today go, go. we've got Hard go. hitters coming yeah. down here today, yeah. doing some community yeah. stuff with the kids as you can see. We've got the punch machine out, and you can see he's got the hardest punch at Carney's, yeah. it's a great way of bringing people together. As you can see all the kids are smiling and stuff.
3: Hey judge. Hey. 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 Hey.
4: Hey. 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 Hey.
1: To, the house, to. <laughs> it's Denzel Bentley, the British middleweight champion, right now, man. This guy is such a positive role model for all the kids in here. Just want to say a little few things about the Carnies. Yeah,
3: man. No, it's a good gym. It's a good setup. You know what George is doing for the kids in this community. It's, it's amazing. You know what I'm saying. Like, since I've grown up, there were a lot of youth clubs. A lot of them have just been closed down recently. And he's just kept this open every Monday and Wednesday. It's packed with kids. Imagine this wasn't open, they'll be outside doing nonsense, up to no good, do you know what I mean? But they bring all their energy, come here after school, after college, whatever they may do. Come here, spend their time here, burn their energy here, have fun, enjoy each other's companies, enjoy boxing. Some of them don't want to take it serious, but they just enjoy being here because they just sort of other people like them. And they get away from these negative stuff. So I think it's amazing what George was doing out here our Carnegie. Course. This, this is
1: the British middleweight champion right now. What's going on? When's the next ty- title defence? Uh, 16th. Yeah, yeah, this month? Yeah, yeah. this month. this Defending oh, it, yeah. it, yeah? What do you say? What do you reckon? What round? <laughs> what round? Can you call it? Nah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give him six rounds still. <laughs> Just give him six rounds. <laughs> well, I got through my prison sentence by working out, training, working every day. Um, we used to have some crazy parties in that as well. We used to like make prison hooch and go and have got a few old soulmates shout, like dragon. I the we used to have them myself. telling them about the parties. <laughs> Do you know what? It's the first time I ever tried this. I, I think I've never done it, by the way. You did. <laughs> you did. Me, you, and the other two. Maybe it's the first ever time I've done it, and I probably had one of the best times of my life. I remember with my brother, and I was, my eyes were just. Christmas day. No, good times. We used to good yeah, We used to all drinking every week, weren't we? Every, every day. Alright, cool. Every time, we missed our Christmas dinner as well. Do you remember that? Christmas, Christmas we were so on it. We were so drunk. They've called Christmas dinner. We've missed it. That's the best meal of the year in prison. We've missed had a it. bag of Space Raiders. I, was aware. I probably had a tin of tuna and some couscous. <laughs> but you know, and we, ten press-ups. And ten press-ups. <laughs> we had some. Uh, we had some decent times now, man. It's good to see both of us out now. We're both you. out and about. He's doing his music. I'm doing my social media stuff. It's all for that. Uh, Charlie's one of them undercover ones. Don't listen. Charlie's one of them undercover one. He's probably done the most out of a lot of people because uh, he doesn't talk and. He doesn't talk about his business. It's the calm over. No one understands. They just think I'm a normal fella. But you know,
6: it's the so normal.
1: So he's sort of normal, but he's one <laughs> kind of them kind of guys. He's, he's never been a bully or anything like that. He can't stand um, bullies. But right, he's definitely about his business. And I can't I look forward to his music for the rest of the year now. So See, the days that he worked, when you started about 2011, 12, 13 13. 13, 13, them days, that's when I was proper out here. And then uh, a year later, I got banged up, and then
2: come back out. and He's been in ever since. So it was good
1: to link up to him. Too, anyway. now, now we're out and about, been doing, been doing music shows and that together. Well, he's been doing the shows, and I've been with my phone just recording them dancing, dancing like hey, that, doing a little, you <laughs> dance. But uh, there's some big things to come from Charlie, and like, I can't wait. So make sure you're follow him up as well, bro. Right? But apart from that, the training was probably the biggest thing for me. Like some days, I do like 2,000 press ups, 2,000 squats. I was always known as that, that gym guy in
6: yeah.
1: So I say fitness, that played a massive part in getting me through. Especially when you're having the dark days, you know when you're missing the family, obviously I've got my, my daughter I always talk about. You just get them days where your, your mind just don't shut off and you're just constantly thinking like what's she doing, like is she missing her dad? So my way of getting through is trying to wear myself out so I just fall asleep or well, I've be writing things in the book. I always drop down my ideas. Might, some of them might sound silly but to me they make sense, I just drop one of these ideas down. Since i come home, I've been going through my book, and I've actually been doing these little ideas, and they've been working. Like The 16-year-old Lewis, he was lacking confidence. Not not in the street-wise, in the streets, I was absolutely fine. I know I can handle myself. I used to sell drugs, I used to do very well with that. But when I say lacking confidence, I'm talking about going to get a legit work. Like I said in my last podcast, I got refused a job at Asda's. And getting refused that as is really not my confidence. Um, So as a young teenager, I'll say, work on my confidence more than that, you know? And sometimes people are gonna say no. But if they say no, there might be another door opening over there. So you just gotta keep knocking on these doors and sooner or later, one of these doors is gonna open. don't, Don't be afraid to ask for help. If you're struggling with something, just ask. Or say, I don't understand. Do you know what it gets you nowhere? No one wins in this in this gang stuff. Like you get people, get life sentences. Like I said I've got friends doing 30s and 20s. I'm not gonna see them until they're like 50 and 60 years old. And then you've got the other side who someone's died. They're never gonna um, their family are never gonna see that person again. There's no winners in this. And it's gonna just it's just gonna continue into someone says, you know what, I'm tired now. Like this this ain't this ain't what I'm meant to be doing. You know it, everyone just needs to say no i'm not on it no more you know but it's, it's just hard because it's the retaliation if he gets shot then he wants to go back over there and shoot someone like where does it end how How do we make it stop which is a very difficult one like i said you need to just learn to let certain situations go let certain situations go and just move on with your life otherwise you're just going to be fighting these demons in your head for a very long time and i was fighting demons for a very long time it's not to i was in Six years mm-hmm. into my sentence, and I started letting these things go, my life started getting a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've left my daughter, i left my family, and that, hurt, that, that used to hurt me every day, knowing my daughter's was at home without her dad. At the same time, you've got to think of the victims and that as well. Like, I went to prison for armed robbery, and the guy that i done the armed robbery on, I actually hit him a few times with a gun, and I knocked a few of his teeth out. you got to think, this is just some ordinary guy going to work. This is the normal person doing a 9-5 to job. Now I've gone and done that. And now he's probably scared to go back to work because that like, you don't know how much money he's could have lost out on from doing that. Mm. There's no winners. I'm keeping busy on the socials, like doing workouts, doing podcasts, I'm keeping busy, but at the same time I've got my YouTube stuff going like, on gym bars. I'm gonna be doing workouts with like celebrities, all the UK rappers are gonna be part. apart, take the park. take the table for interviews, workouts, and I just know there's gonna be some big doors opening up for me next year. Mm. I'm just going to keep chasing it, I know it's coming. You're Make sure you come find me on Big Lou Gym Bars on Instagram, uh, YouTube channels, uh, Big Lou Gym or uh, just type of Lewis Clark. I think I'm pretty sure it just come up. And i just shout out all the boys who looked after me while I was away. I was away for a long time, so shout out Ty, Badge, Natman, Blade, Zio, Aussie Ziggy. Uh, if there's anyone I left out, I apologise, but um, yeah, man, shout out my
3: brother as well, Mr.